Hello and welcome to episode 299 of the Drive the Green podcast. I'm your host, Matty B, joined in Studio K by Knoop and Harf. Bronell sticking to his guns. He really did it. He the really guy. did it. I thought it was a shtick. Like most of his life, I thought it was a shtick. Well, he claims that he's never showing up, and then he found a reason, which is a valid reason. He loves John Rom. He hates the live. He, his disaster scenario was John Rom going to the live. It's happened. He said he was quitting the pod. And for one week, he has. He said he's not coming. Just straight up not coming. Not sick, not nothing. I mean, that, count, that counts for at least three missed pods. At least. Oh. Yeah, he, uh, that's fair. He, so he did do the math, and fortunately for Harv, <laughs> Harv's ru- running away with things. Not anymore. But if this counts as three, I think you tied. And yep. he's, who knows, that next week's episode 300, I got a, I got a line on a couple really good guests. If one of those guests come through for episode 300, I'd like to think I can work my magic. He's probably back. But also, I don't know if he is. Maybe we don't want him back. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, yeah this, I mean, could be cooking with gas by the time this is done. I mean, he does, like, I'll give him some credit. He He does play, like, the counterpoint a lot of the time. On almost every topic. Yeah, that's true. He, he So we'll see. This might just be all us agreeing for an hour. <laughs> Could be. Uh, well, I think I got some points about John Rahm and, and his uh, decision and how I believe it's killed the sport. But um, I think a lot of people have agree with me. But uh, but let's let's pump the brakes. Yep. We also got to talk about uh, Jason Day and Lydia Cole winning the uh, Grant Thornton Invitational, the yep. inaugural. Um, Harvard, I'm sure you prepared five things for that tournament. At least, yeah. And then we got some news, uh, which is going to be dominated by John Rahm, but we might have to start there. I think that's probably fair that we go news, then Grant Thornton. Like, it's it's a pretty big thing. Yeah, After we, weeks, of course. Yeah, we you guys agree sure. with that? Okay. Yeah, I don't Before care. we get into it, let's talk about player golf. PLYRGolf.com. Use the promo code DRIVETHEGREEN for 20% off your order. I mean, if, <laughs> if you haven't ordered for Christmas yet, like, I mean... <laughs> I, I realize you probably got, uh, uh, let's just say, the male parts of the <laughs> of the anatomy that yep. you probably haven't even thought about it. Uh, <laughs> well, it's too late now because you're probably not getting it in time, so you're going to have to shop locally. But thank you for those that did order uh, from playergolf.com. We're also members of the Churchill family. Uh, I'm going to get to Callaway last. Don't worry. Um, yeah, so... Brown, we're in full brown season. I uh, happened to find a couple browns at the back of my fridge over this past week. Uh, they got lost in the shuffle behind uh, all the mowers and whatnot. So I was happy to find those. They're gone instantly. Um, that is the only downfall of us doing it here. I am out of Churchill's. They're yep. all at Brownell's house. Yeah, the Hanging main studio. Didn't even drop yeah. them off. Eh? We gotta mm. go. We gotta go raid the old studio. That's the thing. What do you think? He, what do you think he's gonna be like when we just keep? you know, recording there, but he's not on it. Yeah. I mean, he's not in there any other time, so. That's true. So I'm sure he doesn't mind. Uh, and last but not least, we are members of Team Callaway. And obviously the biggest member of Team Callaway is now a member of the Live Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think word on the street is that Callaway's part of Live. That was, uh, that is what I read. So yeah. when I guess John Rahm had re-upped his contract a year or two ago, uh, and part of uh, part of that deal was he got uh, equity in Callaway. 
So I think they wanted some something in return now that he's going over there. And yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Some news will, I'm sure some more news will come out with that. So yeah, we got lots to talk about. It's just, it's, uh, it's a very weird time. This is a weird, we almost had an emergency podcast when it happened, but we felt let's <laughs> simmer down, let cooler heads prevail, and let's have a nice discussion with Bronell here. But uh, he's, like I say, he's sticking to his guns. So let's yeah. get into our weeks and then we'll talk more about it. Uh, who wants to go first? I can go first because I, I don't have much this week. Um, the only real thing is. My son and and Bronell's son are on the same hockey team. We had our first hockey tournament mm-hmm. this weekend. It was in a small town, Central Butte, hour or so away. The site of my uncooked chicken fingers. <laughs> That's where that was. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but you never know, right? You go to these small town tournaments, and you never know what the caliber is going to be. But going out there, Bronell and I were talking, and it was just kind of like, there's a good chance all these teams have like one or two just like absolute studs that just are from those small towns but have been Mm -hmm. playing since they were two and whatnot Mm -hmm. you get all the ice you want well that wasn't the case (laughs) we showed up (laughs) to this tournament played the first team the home the host turn team um they had nine skaters four of them laid on the ice for the full hour (laughs) one one kid literally stood by the bench and cried for an hour straight didn't even attempt to play hockey no way. And so, like, it was it was good for our team because, like, we're kind of an in-between team. We're not quite with the teams that have played three yeah. years together. You needed this type of winning Absolutely, to get into we did. Let, yeah. let our good players, like, handle the puck and do some things. But by the end, it was like, okay, guys, you got to pass the puck now. Because, <laughs> like, they were just – they weren't <laughs> even, like, making moves. They were just going straight up the ice and just, like, bulldozing through these kids <laughs> and just putting it in the net. So it was good. Like, all – like, I think everyone on the team scored a goal that day. So yeah, that's perfect. all you can ask for, yeah. yeah Those so are good ones. It was good. and, and that, But the big problem was, like, they – one, they had refs, which was great. But, two, they put up the score. All the way? All, well, they stopped at, like, 10. Mm-hmm. And, like, we were winning, like, 16 rip and, like, <laughs> a bunch of big scores. But the problem was, like, they also did player of the games, which is great. But, like, this is the first time any of these kids have seen this. Yeah. So, obviously, they all want it. Yeah. And are, like, happy for the kid, but also, like, upset that they're not getting the yeah. flag. So, or the pennant, I guess it's called. But... So it was There's always uh, those twenty nothing games too, where you give it to the opposing goalie. <laughs> yeah. it's just like, hey, you tough one back there. Well, that the one game that we really uh, blew this team out. It would have been more, but they had one kid that was just like laying across the ice, just like <laughs> like this, and we're like, well, we're not gonna say anything. Like there was a few that they were just chopping at it and like flipped over top of them, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, it it, it was uh, it was something. But yeah, it was good for the kids because yeah, they got to. Uh, the good kids got to skate with it and pass it and all that stuff. But yes, other than that, didn't do really anything. So uh, that's it Kay. for my week. Uh, I had zero drinks, so I'm zero at 505 drink. on the year. Um, wow. Yeah, we can move on. Okay. Uh, we almost get to kind of parlay ours together sure, a little sure. bit. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, not a lot other than a big concert Friday night. Yep. Um, little uh, fundraiser here for, I guess, mental health here in Moose Jaw. Um, 
one of our coworkers now. We can say that one of our coworkers. Yeah, he's kind of one of the guys that puts it on for yes for the city. Um, down at what's it called, May Wilson Theater. May Wilson Theater. Yeah. Um, second time I've been in there. It, it's an awesome place to go to. A it's concert. a great venue. Yeah. It is. I was just I was gonna say that if you didn't bring that up. Yeah. It's uh, you get a chance to go there and yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, last minute tickets got some Friday at like three p.m. So it worked out yep. perfect. Apparently, yeah. I was supposed to get them two weeks before that, but. I didn't hear this conversation, so um, yes, you uh, yeah. So I had uh, my wife took my daughter to that show, and I took the boy to indoor golf. So it was me, my dad, uh, him, and his cousin. Um, my first time, and because we're uh, we're waiting on our new Callaway clubs, um, I used my dad's regular flex irons. Ooh. Wasn't all that bad because we played because we were with the kids. We played a par three course. Yeah. So it was just like light swinging, just absolutely striping it too. <laughs> just like free as can be. Didn't didn't hurt myself because I wasn't trying to swing too hard off the tee. So I had fun there. Um, and then I didn't go to the concert because that's what we were doing. So then we were con- we were connecting at the after party at the local Irish pub, Bobby's Place here in Moosja. And I decided I got there and I was way early because sent the boy on his way with grandpa and waited for the girls and you guys and everyone to show up. Well, the concert went late, and I was basically there because it was a private event technically, so they had regular paying public until a certain time. They kicked everyone out. So it was me and the band playing <laughs> later, just sitting there because I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm, I have a ticket for this thing. I'm not leaving. They're like, why aren't you at the concert? Because I didn't want to go to the concert. I wanted to come to this. <laughs> uh, I had five crown floats, which is Guinness and Cider, by myself, just sitting there waiting. Everyone shows up from the concert, and I'm just nuked by myself. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the bill at the end of the night, I might frame it because I had so many crown floats. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even think it was possible because you usually get full on Guinness inside. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was just a fun night. It Nothing was. better than live entertainment. Yeah. I find that as I'm getting older, I actually enjoy uh, just, like, the general bar, like, pub atmosphere more yeah. than when I was young. Yeah, the bar scene. Like bar scene, just loud music. And you're trying to talk to people, and other people are wheeling other people. It's yeah. just chaos. Whereas yeah. you go to a, you go to a nice pub atmosphere, and usually most people are there with someone, and it's just like okay, everyone's yeah. just getting wasted. And I think it's the joy of music, the live music. I think gets it. For <laughs> yeah, me. yeah. You maybe. don't appreciate it as much when you're younger because you just want to go out and yeah, do your own thing. But now yeah. I don't know. I enjoy that stuff. Yes. So the artists that uh, that did put the concert on ended up coming to the party and did some singing as well, along with yeah, the, a little the impromptu live show. Yeah, it was really yeah. neat. Um, Super hungover on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I didn't <laughs> do much. We just sat and hung out and watched a movie on Saturday. We were both tired, so yeah. Um, I had sixteen drinks this week. Okay. Uh, so that gets me to. I had twenty-one. Okay. Uh, plow for a thousand. I don't even know how Brownell did it. Like this is hard. <laughs> I had another twenty-one. I'm still only at eight ninety-seven. Uh, I am yeah, seven two weeks left. thirteen. Seven one three. Seven no. one three. Hmm. What was the dumb thing at the start that you were trying to not do again? Oh, beer. Uh, under three hundred. I am at. I did have four this week, so two fifty-eight. I thought it was 200, or we it already established two. I think it was two, and, and then three. I was like, okay, fine, I'll not, make it three. Not attainable. So, yeah, fair enough. Oh, boy. Let's uh, go. Hop- Hopkins catch that? Yep. I think he did. Get out. There um, we go. 
<clears throat> yeah. So, and that was honestly my entire week. Obviously, you mix in some Warrior games, some some of my own hockey. Like that's just life now. It's mm-hmm. just hockey, kids hockey, just nonstop. And then you mix in these, and now Christmas parties. Still got one more to attend, plus Boxing Day, big Boxing Day mm-hmm. shaker as always. I don't know if I can get a hundred drinks in in three weeks though. That's just impossible. <laughs> uh, I did get. Um, yeah. Friend of the pod, Jeff, uh, did reach out to me on Twitter and said, I just caught up on the pods. Go for a thousand, Maddie. Go for a thousand. <laughs> I was like, Oh boy. I mean, I, I hate close. to let I hate to let him down. Like if you think Boxing Day and New Year's. Yeah, but I got good I've got pins a couple times already in December and I'm still only at fifty drinks. Yeah. All right. So it's gonna be tough. But yeah, that was my week. Perfect. Uh, you basically need two like twenty years in a night. Yeah, plus regular ones. Plus well, I have a friends. One. I have a friends uh, shaker on the twenty third, and I got Boxing Day. So there's a couple twenties. So it's where do I mix in the other sixty? Yeah. <laughs> friends and family over the holidays. Yeah. Um, Bronell did not share what his was. Uh, I'm sure it's very very high with him drinking away the John Rom stuff. In the sti- oh, I guess Steelers lost Thursday, so he's yeah. drinking that. Up. Just a what a weekend for him. Steelers lose. Rom goes to live in the most ridiculous way possible with that dumb jacket. <laughs> I'd love to say <laughs> then he I goes on Fox him, News. <laughs> the bat, like it's they're just trolling at this point. <laughs> oh my lord! And it's the best. It's the absolute best. <laughs> all right, but let's let's dive into it. I guess first we're doing all the news. Uh, we'll just or talk just about Rom. Rom. Yeah. Okay. Just talk about Rom. It's the lead. Um, I just, I don't, I don't even know what to think because, contrary to you guys thinking, I might be against it. Like, I'm against it from an overall golf perspective because I do believe that the overlying principle of what's going on is the casual fan is just toast now. Like. I believe mm. that they're like, oh, there's two leagues now that I have to follow with all the best players. I'm just going to wait for the majors. But aren't they, weren't they that. doing that anyway? I they I were don't kind think the of doing that. Watching anyways. I think they, I think they watch sometimes. <sighs> so, late Sunday afternoon. That's not going to change, I don't think. Not that I'm saying that I think this is a great move. I still, I'm almost in the camp, same camp as you. But I don't think it changes the casual fan. I don't think so either. Like, I don't know. Rom's playing, what, 20 events a year, four majors. Like, he, there's 10, 12 times he might, you're going to miss him? Yeah. It just, it's, know. yeah, it just kind of, I don't know. It just feels, feels off and, and it just feels like any chance that there was of that casual fan watching some of that stuff is now completely yeah. out. That's fair. It does make the majors more watchable however mm-hmm. because now there's that last year at the masters and some of the majors it had that feel of okay live well they put live said if anyone wins the masters they're going to give them a huge bonus yeah. so it'll still have that kind of internal competition that's going on but it just as a as an avid fan it just kind of sours you a little bit too so yeah i guess maybe yeah. maybe you don't lose as much casual but you lose the average fan yeah or That's the average fan. At, I mean, um, at the end of the day, like, I saw a good take, or maybe it was Jordan Spieth, I think, actually came out and said that he doesn't think Rom went for the money. He thinks Rom sat down, looked at golf, saw that both of them are 
kind of in shambles. So mm-hmm. why not take the one that's going to pay you the money? Yeah. And they might be one entity soon. So why not get I paid mean, a I bunch don't of think, money? I don't think they are what uh, this I don't put know. that totally to bed in my mind like that. Yeah, but what yeah, if I almost feel like it I almost feel the opposite. It's up? like they yeah, they they're kind of at the point where they have to do something. Like PGA uh, needs it more than yes, that. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still think that's dead in the water, that merger. Like I think if PGA came back with anything, well Liv was just like, okay, well, we'll take John Rahm and probably maybe not someone huge. They'll probably get a few more and then they might get another huge one next year. Yeah. If PGA doesn't clean up their act, like I th- I think of of if anything, all it does is f- truly like drive home to the PGA tour that all of this stuff that has been going on that you kind of heard about, but you had no idea if it was true or not. Mm-hmm. It's just like Rory stepping away was like, well, why the hell is he stepping away? What's going on behind the scenes that he doesn't even want to be a part of that? Yeah. And then now Rom leaving, it is that kind of, hey, guys don't even want to be on this tour, so why wouldn't I go get paid and just deal with the backlash? Which, again, isn't that much of a backlash anymore because all the guys that went first yep. took the heat. That's right. So now it's just like, okay, yeah, a few more guys might go because they, they're tired of dealing with whatever tour bullshit's going on. And now that whole best on best is slowly turning away. I think it was still there with uh, – it still is somewhat there, but it's it's like he's such Less a big so. name. Yes. It's, but, I mean, oh, you still got Scotty and Vic and all those guys. Like there's still – the majority like, of those guys are there. Like Finau if Brona was here, he'd be saying that. Finau and Hatton and all these other guys. If like, they go. Still an if, and Finau did come out and make a statement, which he never denied that he was going. Like he can play he can play all the early season events he wants until Liv starts. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't he? Yep. He's not gonna come out now. <clears throat> They're obviously not gonna give Tony Finau John Rom money, so why not play until you have to? Yeah. Don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, it's I think there's one or two still going. Well, they got a full three spots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I do think some yeah, a, f- a couple more guys are going and Rom's probably not taking small guys. No, he's But he might so. not well, take top 20. Look how much they stack DJ's team. Like you think John Rom doesn't want to stack team? Yeah. I don't yeah. I could see yep. may, I could see him maybe taking Hatton. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't yep. think Fino doesn't seem like the right guy to be going, but you never know. You never know. Well, right? Yeah, but I wouldn't have thought Bubba either, right? Like you have Finau is a um, yeah. family man ish yeah. kind of well, yeah. proper yeah, person. Yeah, let's call it that. Yeah, yes. yeah. And so it was Bubba, right? Yeah, so you thought the Bubba the same one was kind of weird, yeah. And then Bubba, boom, automatically yeah. goes. And here's the so other who thing. Knows? DP World Tour just came out and said they're going to allow live guys to play in their events this year. Certain events. Yeah. So Rom is from Europe. Mm-hmm. He'll probably be yep. playing those. Like I gear, I will guarantee right now that Spanish Open is one of the ones they're allowed to play in. Yeah, I hope so. I, uh, I, I do think not not necessarily the uh, Finau, but like if they somehow got like Victor or imagine if they got Ludwig, <laughs> just randomly uh, before his career even starts, that would be chaos. Yeah, it'd it be would something. be nuts. Um, yeah. what else is, we might as well finish up kind of the live stuff. I mean, we mentioned Rory a little bit and how he's backed away, but there was that tweet that he put out, 
Um, oh, the Poulter stuff. Yeah, the, the, the uh, or Stenson. Yeah, let Stenson. And they said Rory said that the best thing that ever happened to to the 2023 team was Stenson losing his captaincy. And then Poulter replies saying that this has to be a fake account. Rory would never say that. And then turns out it wasn't a fake account because <laughs> I went and checked. I'm like, maybe it was. And I just, because yeah. it's like yeah. McElroy, Rory. And I'm like, you'd think he'd have Rory McElroy, but, but it's his account. So he said it. Hmm. Um, wow. And then there's the other that uh, Alan Shipnuck had a unnamed quote from a guy, basically a Ryder Cup player from this year, basically just throwing Rory right under the bus. Mm-hmm saying the reason he's staying because the PGA Tour set him up for life with yeah. these, the type of money that John Rahm's getting. Yeah. With all the, like, the whoop stuff and yep. Which the makes TGL. Sense. And, like, oh, absolutely. And all of the other PGA Tour guys are not getting that favoritism. And not saying he shouldn't. Like, he should. He's w- one of the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. But to get what he's getting, I think, is, yeah, a little bit much compared to the rest of those top guys. Right? Rahm wasn't getting it, so why do you think he left? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, the other one that it's a shame Bronell's not here because I know he would chime in on this one. Uh, trades are happening in uh, the live golf world. <laughs> Tyler Gooch yeah, went yeah. to uh, the Smash for Matthew Matt Wolf, Wolf yep. <laughs> which is an interesting trade. You got the 30th ranked player going for the first ranked player. Yep. Um, but again, that's probably keep Brooks happy. Yeah. He's we're true. all in we're all in fantasy football leagues. There's one guy in every league, maybe multiple, mm-hmm. that tries to send those exact trades. But this one went through. It went through. <laughs> uh, the coolest thing I thought Liv has done all along is the champion rings. Mm-hmm. That ring that Gooch got and like it's sweet. That's that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. That is pretty sweet. So they ended up. I don't know if you have this in there, but the Live guys. So they did their whole promotion thing this week. They gave um, big gold coins. Like so, that live logo, just like what's on Gucci's ring, they gave uh, all the the guys that made it through promotion a big coin, probably pure gold. I would bet. More than hmm. likely, I mean that there there's so many things that people want to crap all over them for, but some of the stuff they're doing is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So I posted in uh, in our group right before this. Uh, one of the big issues that one of the guys has is that a lot of fans, because the live isn't doing anything with shot, shot link, shot link yeah. so they don't have all the data that you would want to you know track whether it's stats or gamble on it, just all that stuff. And it, it made a really good point. It's like of all the money that they're throwing at players, it's just wild. And we, I think I said this even last week. It's wild that they don't have like a, a more of a presence. Like they're mm-hmm. going the YouTube route. It's just like... How have they not found a way to get this to more people? How are they not using like why is it such like the product is kind of just just like there? Yeah. It's not yep. they're putting so much money into the players, but yet they're not putting enough into the actual product of it. Yep. If and could, I think if they do put some of that money into it and make it so that people will actually wanna watch it, like whether it's getting rid of the teams or just making it okay. You know what? All that stuff we said with less tournaments and this yeah. cool, different shotgun stuff like that. Yeah, you know what? We changed our minds. We got all <laughs> these good guys now. We're just going to make them real tournaments. So, like, they can just do that at the drop of a hat, and then they yeah. probably get world ranking points. Yeah. And then it's like, oh shit! Now we actually do care about this. Yeah. Like, I think the gambling might come back to the fact that it is a scramble. 
Like, like everyone's well, starting on, a, on it. It's just, I think in some places you can't. There'll be some states because of some regulations. Ah, right, right, right. Um, but maybe that's what they have to end up leaning into, right? Because who knows if they're going to get a national television deal. But maybe they can make a deal with a sports book where we get to watch it, right? Yeah. We have our special app that we use to gamble yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, and you can watch some NFL. There's European soccer, Albanian soccer going on in the middle of the night. You can gamble on and actually watch And watch. App, yep. Right? And maybe <laughs> I that's watch Greyhounds run all yeah. the time. <laughs> so maybe that's what happens with Liv, right? They can sign a deal with maybe a sports book and then yep. you get to watch it and gamble on it live. Yep. Right? And maybe it's definitely not going to be on television, but you can get on YouTube or their app or watch it on the book. Mm-hmm. They should probably do that for their YouTube sake. Yeah, it's yeah. just that's the when I read that I was like, yeah, this is probably one of the reasons I just we've said this from the start. Like hard to get behind some of the things that are going on with the actual golf itself. Yeah. Like you watch those first couple just to see what the hell it was about. It's like, yeah, this is all right. They're kind of interviewing them while they play, whatever. And they just it wore off. Yeah. And I don't know what what they can do but if that product gets any better i mean the players in it are going to make it better but if it gets a little bit better i hate to say it but it this we're almost to the point where we have to seriously bruno's not here so i can say it seriously consider recapping both tournaments (laughs) to to the full extent i think we're gonna have to because i don't think it's going away and like PJ Tour is not doing itself any favors right now so yeah with all their infighting who knows yeah right uh, but probably, we'll end with this one on the whole thing, probably the biggest thing, the absolute biggest thing to come out of this John Rom leaving, Mackenzie Hughes, friend of the pod, <laughs> jumps to 50th in the yes, sir. FedEx Cup and is in all of the elevated events next year. So that, I mean, that's huge. And, I mean, good for him. He He's just been one of the most consistent Canadians on tour, and, and now he gets to play for the big money. And that's what they all want. So, yeah, yeah, it's huge for him. Um, and uh, yeah, we, I mean, might have to have a chat with him to see how happy he is. Yeah, I mean, we probably should. Um, but yeah, that can kind of end that and go into the Grant Thornton Invitational. If yes, you want. yes. Um, Which Bronell was here to, you know, argue more against it. <laughs> but I think uh, actions speak louder than words. Yeah, he doesn't care anymore. Yeah, he he's going to watch. Don't care. He's giving up. He's going to watch now. <laughs> yep. Um, Lydia Cole and Jason Day won this tournament. We touched on that yep. in, the, in the intro. Um, they should do more of these. Yes, they should. Like a full field one, I was thinking. And like you do it so it's like the teams are, you have whatever, 72. PGA Tour players, 72, mm-hmm. LPGA, and then it's like the first-ranked PGA is paired with the last-ranked. Oh, predetermined teams. Yeah, like they don't get to pick oh. who they want to play with. You just show up. If you're Scotty Scheffler, number one in the world, and you're in this tournament, you play with the 72nd-ranked woman who's playing in this tournament, and it just goes back that way. That would be sweet, actually. Yeah, I do like that. And th- that way it kind of evens them out, and mm-hmm. like – yeah, I just thought. So yeah, the picking the picking part I found very odd. Do you think that the format ends up staying the same, or are they going to play their own ball, like total score? I like this format. It was yeah. one of my points. Like, we can go to it right now. Like, this format was good. Like, that modified four ball that they did, I think that's great. Yeah. 
Like they both drive yep. and then you switch from there and you just play out your ball from yep. there, right? So yep. I thought that was perfect. Like this format was great. Scramble, alt shot, and then the modified four ball was... was mm-hmm. uh, I could get on board with that. Um, the big thing, like they both took home 500K for this event. Oh, they both did? Yeah. yeah. Million oh. dollar to yes. the first place team. Like it was something like the biggest purse for the LPGA outside of majors. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense that the women were there, like the they had ones. the big yep. ones there, right? So it made sense. And I mean, it was a great trophy. So that that's always a good <laughs> always a win for always you. Always a win. <laughs> yeah. Um that leads me to the next point. Like, where were the big name men? Like if this was supposed to be something that they're doing, like sure you had whatever. A few, yeah. A couple. Where's but Vic? Like, where's Vic? Scotty. Where's Scotty? Yeah. Where's Rory? Where's JT? Yeah. Where's Spieth? Like, where are these guys in an event that's strictly designed to grow the game? <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Growing yes. the game. That's yeah. all this is for. Yeah. Yep. And, like, you can say it's to grow LPGA, get get them some more prime times off. Sure. But, like, that PGA Tour, yep. it only helps it. Yep. Right? So, it uh, it's just, like, all these golfers are going to live and, like, everyone's crapping on the PGA for just being stuck in their ways and then they have an event like this and they don't do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, like inaugural event and some some definitely watered-down teams. Yeah. like It's like, you you should have... <laughs> it should almost be a semi-elevated event. Yeah, yeah or, like, like... You gotta play in it if you're in the top... If you're top 35 at FedEx, I was thinking, you have like, to play in it. The PGA Tour needs to almost go away from this you-pick-your-own-schedule. They, mm-hmm. If you qualify for the top 50, you are obligated to play in yeah, those of the elevated are, ones, yeah. and then you just have a schedule laid out for you after mm-hmm. that. Like, but we now know that's not going to happen, right? Like they had tried to dictate at the beginning of last year, saying, okay, all the elevated events, you need to play in seven of eight of them. And then Rory skips one. And then they're like, ah, oh, just kidding. Now you don't don't have to make a mandatory anymore. You can play whatever you'd like. But I think like that's I think that's a big draw to the live too. Is like they know they're playing twelve times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's already set out for them, and it's like plan your schedule accordingly. Yeah, you this, get, yeah. you'll have the majors you off if you're in those, but you have to play for these. Yeah, and like PGA Tour and Bronell's not gonna like this, but like it seems to make more sense. Like. I'm not saying they're paying them contracts or anything like that, but like you qualify for this. Well, you're in this schedule bracket. Like you play these, 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 these. If you're a 50 to 100, you're in these, mm-hmm. these, 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 these. And I if mean, you qualify for certain... majors, you're not saying no. So yeah, you're going to yeah. play extra in there, right? Like, yeah, yeah, there's certain, there's something to be said about the set schedule part. I think uh, the issue, obviously, with that is the whole. Their contractors and they yeah, and I mean to, maybe that's the problem yeah because it's not going <laughs> but that's well a right whole another yeah. ball game of contracts versus contractors yeah, yeah. that's true for sure because in that case you wouldn't even have purses you'd just have like guaranteed amounts and then yeah. there's no cut money it's almost suggesting lives the better way <laughs> <laughs> I see I, what you did there yep. <laughs> I'm not saying it is but like I feel like the PG it's got to be somewhere in between both is the the sweet spot I think yeah 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 to use a golf term but um yeah I don't know um the one team I did want to talk about uh Aberg and Sagstrom Mm -hmm. so here's an interesting thing 
Aberg's caddy, sorry, former caddy, mm-hmm. is Sagstrom's fiance. Really? So yeah. they were on the bag hanging out together all weekend, and then he just turfs that guy this morning. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so it must Nuts. not have went well. I guess he was thinking they were going to win <laughs> automatically, but but it. W- I didn't even put that. I was like, oh, that's an interesting story. And I forgot about the turf part today. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I was doing this this morning, and then I read through that one. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> they played together this week, and now he just. D- <laughs> cans that guy maybe he uh he asked his caddy if he could date his sister and he said no Who's and he's like sagstrom oh. well, his caddy was sagstrom like their brother and sister correct no, no fiance fiance like they're gonna be oh, husband fiance. and wife yeah. okay okay sorry yeah they're gonna be husband and wife so um huh. well, i had a i had a thought about that uh it I don't know if it's, you're getting into that part in news, but we might as well just cover it off right now because Joe Scoveron's going to Ludwig's bag, right? Yeah, that's right. Like, think about Joe. He just got on to Tom Kim's bag. Like, Tom Kim ain't no They won right slouch. away. Yeah, they won, yeah, right, they won away. right away. And then What happened there that he's immediately leaving? Maybe know. it was... Maybe yeah. the opportunity came. Like, we talk about players controlling this, but maybe Aber- Obear just went to him and was like, hey, you want to be on my bag? And he's like, Yep. <laughs> okay. It's a great yeah. point. Yep. I think you're slightly better than Tom Kim. Yeah, I think I can max out my paycheck carrying your clubs, which I mean, is Tom Kim's. Yeah. And Tom Kim's, I mean, a little bit older, but he's like, those guys are might be one, two in the world for five years. Hear me out. Maybe Tom mm-hmm. Kim's going to live. Uh-huh. Like they need, they need, they're, they've been trying for how long to get that Asian presence. Yeah. And. He would Matsuy- do it. Matsuyama seems to be a ship has sailed. So, <sighs> can you imagine if they got Tom Kim? Yeah, like <laughs> Tom Kim and John Rahm on the same team. Yeah, what, what team if? international? But yeah. uh, who Holy. knows? It just like maybe there's more to that story. But it just I just found it odd that it's very odd they played together, hung out all weekend, and then just like no, the you don't day. work for me anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So, and then the other, the last one I had was just like. Everyone is just losing their goddamn minds <laughs> over team golf. Again, team golf on the PGA Tour, this is what golf needs. <laughs> Meanwhile, different type yeah. of team golf though. Maybe, kind of. Now, if if Liv started mixing in some alternate shots and so I think we've actually mentioned that before on this show. If they really they s- wanted to went full if they go full team golf to the point of Maybe two of their events are alternate shot. Well, what if one of their events was just a match play event, but team match well, I was play? Say, That's what even I mean. if they like a just a straight up. bracket, yeah. and then they just met. Like you could yeah. be playing your teammates yes. in the final, and the team just automatically gets the. Yes, some tournaments are going to be individuals. Some are going to be uh, the team. Right, Certain. split them up a little bit so there is actually distinguished yeah. between both of them, and there's, it might work out. Like a I say, bit. there's definite efficiencies that could be made, and that might be one of them. Yeah, so that. Uh, I just I just thought it was funny that everyone's like team golf is back and it's the best thing for golf, and they're just like, well, everyone but also only, hates team yeah. only when yeah. it's the, on this side of the ocean yeah. kind of thing. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. I got a kick out of that. Uh, Ace's birthdays shots of the week. Uh, Lexi Thompson had an ace in this tournament. Yep. Uh, Ricky with a big quote saying "drinks on Lexi" right after it went in. So perfect. That was that was the ace there. Um, birthdays Wyndham Clark. Front of the pod, 
mm-hmm. U.S. Open champion, uh, his birthday, and then uh, shots of the week. Anyone? Uh, yeah, my kid and I were playing uh, golf in the garage. <laughs> uh, okay. He, he got a hole in one. So Welcome those to the club. Count. Those <laughs> count. How happy was he? He was pretty excited. Almost as, as though it counted. As but happy, I on. guarantee you, as happy as if he did it on a real course. Because I know I was. There is a caveat. It was He did take a mulligan to do it. Oh, whoa. You should have led with that. That's not a hole in one. <laughs> like, a, What do you mean a mulligan? Oh, like, Where'd a mulligan. the first one go? I'm not on the green. How many How many holes was he playing? Uh, like a round nine, of we golf? We played nine holes, yeah. Nine holes? What hole was it? Uh, like six or seven, maybe? Six, and he just hit a bad shot. So he took a mulligan and yeah. then went in. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, the mulligan changes things. I told him it counts, but whatever. Well, you can tell his friends for sure. Anyone, yeah. Harv will tell. Har- Harv's probably was on a mulligan. No, nope, we know it's not. <laughs> it, was, it was a legit hole in one. <laughs> it counts. I'm gonna get something made up. We'll put it in one of these pod things. Ace. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, my shot of the week uh, is the Connors hole out from the fairway. Oh there. yes. After they, I think they made a double like a hole before, or like, mm-hmm. or maybe two holes before. Yeah, they no, they back. started eagle double. I think the, the hole out was after the double. Yeah, no, but I think their first two holes were eagle and double. Oh, and then this yeah. was yeah, yeah, this one, was like two, six or something. two holes later or something like that. But um, what was the other? Uh, a lot Didn't of people did enjoy Lydia Coast second shot on seventeen. I think it was to like eight oh, feet yeah, for eagle that with good. that three. <laughs> that was a good shot. Uh, I think Lucas Glover also got a hole in one. Oh, he did. I missed that. Yeah, almost a second one on the same hole. I think the next yeah, day. Yeah, he definitely did wow. get a hole in one. I missed that one. Um, I I also had a like that uh, Denny McCarthy sand shot that he holed after his playing partner hit it to like three inches, and then he just dunks it out of the sand. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty neat too. Um, yes, that's kind of the Grant Thornton. Go through the news. Uh, we obviously touched on the big one, but there's. The second big one that's also tearing golf apart. More details coming out about the ball rollback. Yes. Um, hey, great news. This is a good. We got a lot of mm-hmm. stuff to talk about. It's amazing when there's topics to chat about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, just more and more stuff coming out. More stats, I guess, and how it's not going to affect the amateur player and all this stuff. And I still fall in the camp of like, I'm never going to know. I am never going to know how much that ball affects me because I'm just going to play Warbirds and Top Flights. and <laughs> Oh, that way. Okay. Yeah, I was it's just going to say, like... It's <laughs> never going to affect me. I will never know how much this is, how much this is going to hurt my game. I tend to agree, but in the opposite way of... I really don't know what the difference in that 8 to 10 yards is going to be for me. So, and that's the thing for you. You're going to play for one year, and you're going to know what yeah. your yardages are. Yeah. It won't matter. I think most it, people will be in that it, camp. It just, yeah, it's just it, it, shitty. It, the only thing that it might affect the casual guy or whatever is like that first year. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's a big maybe. It's like, okay, oh, it's well, I thought in that first year. Like par threes over water. Like, but I I, uh, you take an extra club and yeah. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't affect. And now you're over the green. Like, it's, it's going to well, take some while. I don't, but that's the time. thing is, I, until I see it actually affecting my shots, I'm never going to change. So, like, if I hit my eight iron 165, I'm going to hit that. And half the time, that 165, my stock 165 goes 170. Half the time, <laughs> it goes 158. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Nev- I'm never going to know. <laughs> Fair enough. Because yeah. I'm going to hit that 165 stock well, and it's going to be like, oh, I it went 160. 
Okay, well, I'm still going to hit the same club next yeah. time. I'm just going to be a little I bit still, short. I still don't understand, and maybe I never will, and maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but I don't understand how it's not going to affect amateurs more for that exact reason. Like now, yeah, everyone's kind of got a range. Like, yeah, I say 165 because I know if I hit it really good, it's 170, and I know if I hit it kind of poorly, it's 160. But I'll say 165, and if it happens to work out, I'm on the green somewhere. Yes. But like now, like now you're off the toe. So is that five yards of a regular ball? Now is it 10 yards yeah. because it's a less, yeah. a deader ball, if so to speak? Yeah. And that's the thing is you really have no idea until it actually comes out. And then the worst part about all of this is when you find balls, what, you're like, like know. you said, they got to have to dots or something for some period of time. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to be finding balls and think it's a dead ball, <laughs> a rolled yeah. back ball, and it's an old ball. And now you're starting to, you're hitting it all over the place. Like, that's what, how are they going to mark this? There has things? to be marked. Like, they have to mark them. That's the only way. And I, but how, I, I so will. How, how do you think that they can mark them? That maybe it's a numbering system. Maybe there's three digits now. Maybe it's just Pro V1D for dead. <laughs> okay okay like something like that like you see those pro v1s now it's, it's like pro v1 x convention. with a dash yeah. above it or a dash yeah, below yeah. it for yeah. the super tour yeah i think it has whatever, to be has to be naming <laughs> convention like you and can't like, you can't call it a pro v1 anymore you can't yeah, any names change. that exist don't exist anymore so what's or gonna, numbers that's a good point. what's yeah, gonna yeah. happen when they roll back the ball but then they allow clubs to get better and now all of a sudden we're in the same problem five years from now well, that's what that one had said he's like i fully expect all of these guys that are going to lose this yardage in two or three years or whenever they start they're going to get it back in three years well what's the fucking point of doing this yeah if you're going to do that roll it back even further then yeah, yeah. or just freeze it right now like yeah. short players uh, are still <laughs> winning right now well and that was one of the arguments that i was reading online as well well, he had come out and said, well, it's going to, the longest players, they're going to lose 10 to 12 yards. The really good pros, they're going to lose, well, seven to eight. Well, is that that fair for those kind of middle to the tier, yeah. low tier guys? Uh, yeah. R.I.P. Right? Bronell, I was going to say uh, in his memory, and I agree with this take, is the low handicap guys will see a difference. But if you're over 15, yeah, you are not going to see a difference because you don't hit it consistent enough to even know the difference. Yeah, but is it fair? That's that why you're 15 unless, they, unless those skulls don't run out as far. <laughs> is it fair that you wouldn't Rory... know how far they run out in the first <laughs> place? Is it fair that Rory's gonna? Uh, I guess he's not going to benefit from it. He's going to be in a worse position after this compared to, I don't know, Joel Damon. Right, because don't, Damon's not going to see as big of a distance loss as Rory is. Yeah. Right. So is that fair? Right. I think it should be. I don't know how they figure that out. I'm sure science making these balls, they could, but yeah, it just doesn't seem fair in those in that sense. Well, yeah. I the way know. I kind of look at it too is like it's almost like hitting a marshmallow, mm. because like the guy who swings hard and hits in the middle, like it it just loses its velocity and the guy with like an old old man with a sw slow swing just kind of hits it along and it just like yeah it doesn't like shoot compress off and just compress splatter. and then yeah. just stop it'll just like yeah. lob out there the same mm -hmm. distance yep so it, it's making it that way and like if we're talking rolling back sports like 
hockey needs to dial back their sticks. Go back to wood. Yes. Maybe not that <laughs> far, but like you got Elias P- Pedersen who weighs all of like 155 pounds winning the hardest shot last year. Did you see the hardest shot ever recorded by the Canucks guy last night, I think it was? I think it was, oh, I can't remember. I don't know if it was in a game or what it was, but D-man for the Canucks on a one-timer. And I can't remember what the speed was, but set the in-game hardest shot, Rick. And it was like 109 or 110. Jeez. It was insane. Yeah. And like, it's just like, yeah, they want and they want guys blocking shots yeah. with pucks well, coming off the stick. Or like pretty soon someone's going to kick a 90-yard field goal. <laughs> like it's... And I know that's like their leg and their training, but like the ball could be a little. Yeah, but you it's can mess the with same that. thing training now for balls, right? Yeah, like, like roll that, roll training. the football back. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Like yeah. anything, I don't know. The, yeah, all sports need to be doing that, otherwise, you're just going to get ridiculous. Yeah. Raise the rims in the NBA. Like, do something. Yep. Uh, this is complete. If we're talking tangents here, I had this conversation today at uh, the n- the new place of work. <laughs> Me and this guy were just talking about how everyone's trying to find efficiencies in everything, right? AI, you name it. Uh, obviously, work in the accounting world, um, and now like you know, financial plans used to have like one year, three year, five year. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. It's like three month, six month, one year. It's like Where's the end? Like, you get so efficient or games get so crazy. Like, like what's what's the end game? And my brain just, like, melted. I was just like, yeah, that's right. Like, if you get AI involved in this stuff, like, <laughs> what, do, what do we even need humans for anymore? Like, we where's don't. the end no, game? No, we don't. I just watched um, the new Mission Impossible, and that's pretty much what it's all about. Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't. Uh, it's about essentially AI, yeah taking over everything yeah what's it yeah, and it's like just mind-blowing when are we gonna start watching fucking robots play sports yeah. just because Ooh, it's I'd like watch that <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> yeah yeah and then someone and they're betting on robots playing sports the next thing you know someone hacks one of the robots that's yes. just way better and they're making <laughs> all this money that's oh. amazing <laughs> the whole like, world is just like just blow it up already <laughs> like and like all this stuff and like the scientific stuff like i don't know if we talked about this in the pod but how i don't really believe in like space did we really? talk about that but you believe in aliens well i don't know i just don't know like all those pictures of like galaxies and stuff like how do you get those they're just ai created <laughs> yeah, i can get behind yeah. that because yeah. i have always been a like i don't understand space i'm just like how can we get these pictures of these places and go into space, but, like, how do we not know what's there? Like, we we just can't. How can we go to some places? Yeah, how do we other? know what it looks like, but we don't know what's out there? <laughs> yeah. Like, it just doesn't compute we in my get brain. There. And same yeah, with, like, what are global warming and, and all this stuff. Like, I believe that there's climate change, but, like, they have all these scientific tests now that they never had before. So how do we know we're any actually any worse off than we ever were? Yeah. They just didn't do the test. <laughs> like they just didn't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's a whole when when you new podcast. That's macro dosing. Is <laughs> what that micro thinking about weird stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, driving around all day. But I think about that all. Now I'm going to be th- thinking about it all the time. Is just like, where's like where's the end? Yeah, it's past it? us for sure. But like, like, what what does that look like? And then I got to thinking about. 
start thinking about afterlife and I, like yeah, that's and I like can we say. watch this yeah like when we die do we actually get to watch or is it like we just move on to the like part two so but that's so just going part two imagine so if you happens? just die and you're just the same person but that's the thing so what happens obviously our population keeps growing so like you can't just come back as someone else because then that would mean we would have a finite haven't you population, seen no right? haven't you seen soul the disney movie <laughs> oh yeah yes i have i, I hate so. that movie I by the remember. way watch <laughs> well, it it's a bad movie but like they say there's all the like there's billions of like whatever and like some come back and you go up there and then you wait your turn and you come back so there's like oh, okay. it's okay like, yeah all like right. my my b- biggest fear would be you die and then you're the same person in the exact same spot, but you're just like reset. So it's like you're you're you at age mm. you die. So let's say you die at eighty. Oh, and you're, you're still stuck you. At 80. No, you're not eighty, but now like a hundred and seventy-five is the new lifetime. So you're just an eighty-year-old, and you're still old. You just get older in your current state, hmm. and it's just like you have to. You're not old like you're definitely not uh to the point that you can't do things yeah you're just it's just like you you're you're in a different level of a game yeah that's too much for me. yeah i don't know don't I, think I, about I, that stuff i guess i hope it's just lights go off and <laughs> but then there's something's gotta they happen ha- it to, can't be lights to. go off no something's gotta happen just can't be like nothing no there's something else yep I'm not saying it's there's ghosts, pearly so gates and I don't know what it is, but oh, there's ghosts. Yeah, ghosts are real. Ghosts are real. Yeah. So how do the, who gets to decide if you're a ghost or not? Yeah. yeah there's got to be a game up there that you there's get to not pick. Hundred or what? How many people have been alive? Like twenty billion <laughs> in the history of the Earth. Has to be more. That number can't be right. <laughs> that was a guess. <laughs> twenty billion. There's seven, seven billion. Right now, but there thing. wasn't always seven. Oh, like, there's got to be more. How many? I'm gonna just Google how many people have ever lived. Well, here's the thing. Now you're back into the science thing that they're just making it up the numbers. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't know. Man, Bronell would just be fuming if he was here. Hey, with this. <laughs> he's gonna be fuming listening to this. Oh yeah, it's gonna 117 be billion. I was close. Yeah. What did you say? 20. 20. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that was quite the tangent on ball rollback. Don't yeah, sorry. <laughs> ghosts and space and science. Uh, I mean, that's what yeah. the people pay for. A um, couple other uh, news topics here. Um, we should have talked about this earlier, alongside with the uh, PGA Tour kind of in shambles. Well, Wells Fargo has announced that they're ending their partnership. Yeah, that's which is a that's not good. That's a big red flag because I mean it's not like they're doing it for monetary reasons. <laughs> so, Elevated event as well. Yeah, and then that goes along with Honda already pulling the plug on their sponsorship. Um, so I mean, if those keep falling, like what if FedEx yeah. pulls out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Because like they got. They keep getting asked to give more money just yep. to one random dude every year. So, yep. Um, yeah. And oh. then uh, the other one, kind of a big one too, um, tour cards on the LPGA Tour. Um, Elena Sharp got hers back. Maddie Searsick got hers back. And Savannah Grewal, Grewal, Grewal uh, qualified for the first time. So along nice. with Brooke, they'll have three other full-time uh, tour members. So Canadians, awesome. obviously, should should touch on that yeah, for people that's, who didn't know that's but key key aspect but for sure that uh, that's that and then uh, just the tournament this week the alfred dunhill cup championship whatever it's called um on the dp world tour played at the uh, leopard creek one of the best 
courses kind of mm-hmm. scenic wise yep in the world with the animals running around yep uh louis Oosthuizen wins again so i mean the live is just dominating the dp world tour over right charles over charles Schwartzel, yeah. that's right aaron cockrell is 15th he always plays good at this tournament he always does yep um and i mean it's one of the best trophies going right now that leopard trophy yep um surprised vic wasn't over there to win it but maybe he did win it once didn't he uh, no, I think it was the hero so. that he got the because yeah. he was winning all the Animals, animal trophies, the chameleon. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's the news. Awesome. Um, and then, so just to clarify, there is somewhat of a tournament this week. It's PNC. We are not making picks for it because it's technically not on the PGA Tour it schedule. It will be, but we could. It's not on the PGA Tour schedule, though. We could make picks. Obviously, the three of us because we don't have a fourth currently. That's a really good point. We technically, as of right now, do not have a fourth member of this podcast. He, he has quit. He said he is So do done. we, because this is just like a, Bronell's not here for however long, but he's got a few weeks before the tour ch- or the tournament of champions. So he might get his act together. Or yeah. Wipe his tears or something, whatever Maybe. he's doing. But yes. we could pick for this just the three of us for like a side bet. How about just one team? Okay. And whoever's and team does the best. Does yeah. the best. And it's a okay. tiebreaker if ever we're in a scenario where this season is tied. I could get on board with that. I th- I thought maybe like the six beers? I wouldn't go six. How many beers is too many beers for you? Well, I can drink as many beers <laughs> as anyone. It's just if I choose to <laughs> that's the <Okay>. thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's next Monday. Hmm. I don't know. I could get on board for like three beers on the pod. Okay. Three beer pod. Yeah, I like that. Or three for the guy who finishes with the worst team. Yeah, I like it. Two for the guy who finishes with the second worst team. Okay. On the pod. Winner doesn't have to do anything. Okay. I feel like it's yep, not a loss for me if it's two. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, not for points. I guess we should recap this pers- this last one first. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. I won the week. I also picked the winner, so I get two points. <laughs> Solid. Suck at Bronell. Suck at Harv. He's not here to argue, and um, I don't care. Yep. So the standings are Maddie B5, Harv 5, Knoop 3, Bronell 3. So I had uh, Lydia Cole and Jason Day who finished first. Connors and Henderson finished second. And Henley and Reed finished 13th for a 5.33 average. Canoop hmm. was second. He had Finau and Corda fourth. Fowler and Lexi Thompson sixth. And Cam Champ and, I don't know her first name, Corpus. Uh, Corpus, 14th for an eight average. Maddie B was third. Uh, Aubert and Sagstrom third. Holland Rose ninth. Hoagie and Knight 16th for a 9.33 average. And Bronell was fourth. He had Zhang and Tigala ninth. Damon and Vu ninth, and Lee and Horschel fourteenth for a ten point six seven average. Who had the worst uh, pick team for them, or best team? Um, whoever picked Bronell picked Henley and Reed for me. They finished thirteenth, so it didn't matter. He was fourth regardless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get to uh, picks. So Harv gets to pick first, then. And uh, we're just picking so. one team? Just one team. I got to find the Yeah, got to get again. there. 
Do you want the betting favorites? Oh, I wouldn't mind that. Right, Actually, I don't. I'm taking uh, VJ Singh and Cass Singh. Okay. Solid. That's a very good uh, pick. I was second. Yes. Correct. I am tempted to... Oh, my God. There's not even odds. No odds for this tournament. <coughs> uh, but I know that Justin Thomas and his dad usually play in this. And they are, what? they are. They are playing. It. I'm playing the. I'm going to take the dailies. The dailies. Yeah. Okay. That makes my decision more difficult. Furix. I because th- I was going to take the Thomases, but then you said that, and I thought, okay. I like the Thomases. Is Izzy Stricker any good? I don't know. I think she's a college golfer. Like, that one's tough. I think I got to take JT and Mike Thomas, though. Tiger's back, I thought. Tiger's not listed on here. He's playing. He's playing. Him and Charlie are playing. Oh, he's just not not on this list. Oh, yeah, there he is. Tiger and Charlie, yeah. It's JT and Mike Thomas for me. They're always top three. Yep. Uh, You guys got anything else? No Bronel. Just a regular pod. One hour. Fantastic. That's what Standard we do. Standard stuff. And then we got to figure out uh, what song we want to put. Something about quitting or yeah, leaving or leaving on a jet plane. Coward or. <laughs> it's. I it wish it was his birthday because then he could cry if he wanted to. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we'll we'll miss you, Bronel. Um, maybe next week for episode three hundred, we'll do like a like a ode to like our favorite Bronel memories or something like that. Oh, that's really good. Like yeah. Like, where was the bear? <laughs> yeah, we uh, didn't have the bear night. We only got we got a small couch in right, Studio yeah. K out in the in the just lounge. Put the bear like so it's like heads like down, just like in its <laughs> arms, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's crying. Yeah, I like that. Uh, all right. Well, if you guys don't got anything, it's time for us to hit the clubhouse. And you're left on your own You're 